Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our narrators are a select group of voices, and we innovate this medium with AI technologies. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to this podcast in your mobile apps, browsers, and email formats. And now, today's story. Pre-med sex tutoring. Her professor teaches her about orgasms, sucking, raw cocks. By Father Morin. Unlike most of her professors, Dr. Redding spoke with enthusiasm. He was clearly passionate about the subject material, and enthusiastic about sharing his knowledge with his freshman class. Just how enthusiastic he could be was something she would come to learn in short order. For now, as the professor lectured, her face remained down while she doodled, one hand covering her brow like a visor. It was all she could do to tune him out. That, and the growing wetness between her legs. As you progress through the program and eventually into your residency, you'll become accustomed to patients being nervous, or shy, just as you'll become accustomed to your own nervousness. My advice is to not stress about this process, and to just let things happen naturally. Any questions? She hadn't been paying attention to the lecture all the time. Thank God, she thought, her face flush with embarrassment as she rose to leave the class. Excuse me, would you remain a moment? She turned to the professor before glancing around as her other classmates filed out of the room. Me? she asked. Yes, if you don't mind. Well, I have work right after this, and it's getting late. She looked outside, the sun having nearly set. I couldn't help but notice you were distracted today, Redding said as the last student filed out of the room. This was the last class of the evening, she knew, and soon they would be alone as most of the students left for home or the bar. Oh. Maybe. Sorry, she said. A lot of students find it hard to adjust at the start of the year. I like to make sure they know I'm available and willing to help with anything that comes up, or with any needs that may arise. How have you been adjusting? Redding walked around around and casually closed the door at the back of the room before returning to his desk at the front, leaning against the front of it and crossing his arms. His slack seemed to pull taut against his muscular thighs. The bulge in his pants was noticeable. She swallowed, again that wetness between her legs apparent. Fine. No issues, really. Is there something wrong? Not at all. You have a 4.0 this quarter. Normally you're pretty attentive, but today you hardly looked up once. I thought to check in with you since we're halfway through the quarter already. How are you finding the material, 
they'd been studying reproductive systems, and in truth, much of it was new to her. She'd come from a conservative household and a private Catholic school, and neither had ever taught her anything much about how her own body worked, or sex, or what to do with herself when she'd felt aroused, except that anything outside of marriage even masturbation was a sin. It was no wonder that when she began to notice Redding she had a hard time focusing. It's fine, she said, fidgeting nervously in her chair. She looked up at him, at his broad chest and handsome features stubbled chin, blue eyes, shaggy hair. He looked like someone from a shampoo commercial. The front of his shirt was tucked casually into his pants, belt slightly askance as he shifted position, ankles uncrossing and crossing again. Suddenly aware that her nipples were pressing prominently against her blouse, she pushed her chest forward, unaware of the motion until she made it. I don't have a lot of, um, I mean with the material, I don't, I haven't. She trailed off, catching herself again glancing toward the bulge in his pants before looking quickly away. Was it growing? You're a virgin, aren't you? Not much in the way of sex ed either, I take it. She gasped, blushed, felt the heat rise quickly in her chest and throat and, yes, between her legs. Don't worry, Redding said, uncrossing his arms and gripping the edge of the desk as he leaned back. It's just as I said in class, you have to get used to these things, get comfortable talking about sex and bodies and vaginas and erections and ejaculation. If you're not comfortable, then your patients aren't going to be comfortable. As doctors, it's our job to put them at ease. Redding spoke matter-of-factly, casual, as if he were discussing what to have for dinner. His candor helped put her at ease and she relaxed a little, setting her backpack on the floor next to her desk. Perhaps he was right. Perhaps talking about these things openly and objectively would help put some of her nerves at ease. I've never seen a penis, she said, deciding in the moment to throw herself out there as her roommate was constantly encouraging. This was her professor, a man in a position of respect and authority. He could be trusted. She could learn from him. If not him, then whom else? I've been so focused on studying and working that I haven't had time for a boyfriend, and school is only going to get harder. I guess I'm just worried that by the time I do, the first one I see will be a patience. Her professor nodded, seeming to consider what she had said. And you feel that with your inexperience, your patients won't trust you. That they'll somehow know you're a virgin. He was right. Pie, she looked from the window and the setting sun outside, pie. turning to acknowledge what he had said, you but again her gaze went first to his crotch and for a moment, the words caught in her through. There was a growing erection. She simply nodded, unable to take her eyes off it. Look, Redding said, taking a step toward her. I don't often do this, but I want to help you. I want to make sure you succeed. I can tell your inexperience is really bothering you, and I want to make sure you can put your mind at ease. If you want, I'd be willing to show you mine. I moonlight as a nude model every now and then, so I'm used to this anyway. Would you feel better if you got to see what a penis looked like in real life? Aha. Uh -huh she said, unable to speak. Was this really happening? Was it unethical? Deeply unethical, her mind screamed. And yet, that wetness between her legs, the warmth there. 
Redding unbuckled his belt and pushed his pants down. They fell to the floor. His legs were muscular, black briefs skin tight against the thick cords of muscles in his thighs. A large erection there six inches. Seven. She couldn't be sure was apparent. I'd show you what a flaccid penis looks like, but one thing you'll learn about men is that they can't often control when they erect. Just accept it when it happens and everything will come naturally after that. Being a nude model probably helped me more with that than being a doctor, to be honest. Here, I'll show you, he said, pushing his briefs down to the floor. Out sprang his cock, and she gasped. She had seen a dildo at a sex shop once, but seeing the real thing was something else entirely. He was thick, and well-trimmed. A small line of hair ran up his navel. She felt dizzy. Notice that I am circumcised, he said, taking another step. He was close now, within reach. She squirmed in her seat, again aware of her erect nipples, the wetness between her legs, heat in her neck and chest. He continued. If I were not, he said, taking his cock in his hand and moving it so she could see it from another angle, a layer of foreskin would conceal the head of my penis, and it would retract as I entered my partner, or masturbated. She could smell his cologne. Faint, earthy. Sandalwood, maybe, or vanilla. You've never performed oral sex before, have you? She shook her head. Give me your hand. He reached for her, and, head spinning, heart pounding, she took it. Gently he guided it to his thick, bulging shaft, and wrapped her fingers around it. Like this, he said, his hand still around hers. He began to guide her hand up and down his shaft, up and down, slowly. When your partner becomes aroused like this, it's good to start things off with your hands. It's okay to take your time at this point. There's no rushing foreplay. Especially as a virgin, you want to make sure you're going slowly. He guided her fingers along his shaft and over the tip of his cock, which had begun to leak pre-cum. He removed his hand from hers, allowing her to continue on her own. And now this, he said, taking another step toward forward. Her chair was just the right height to put her face in line with his cock, and gently he took the back of her head, guiding himself into her mouth. He moaned as her tongue slipped over the tip of his penis, his throbbing shaft pressing into the back of her throat. She gagged at first and he backed partially out before pulling her head back onto him. Her hands found his hips and before she realized what she was doing, she found herself bobbing over his cock, the tip of it bumping against the back of her throat as she took all of him. It was a surprise how easily she found herself able to deep-throat him, something she would later credit to her natural lack of a strong gag reflex. Yes, he moaned, his hips now thrusting into her as he fucked her mouth. Yes, exactly. Just like that. Jesus Christ this is wrong, she thought. What the fuck am I doing? I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm that student. What would my friends think? What would my pastor think? But the taste of him was incredible, and the gentle way he fucked her throat was unlike anything she had ever experienced. She felt like, like, her mind struggled to think of something. Like a whore. Your partner should warn you when he's about to come. 
When it happens, you'll decide if you're comfortable swallowing his ejaculate or not. And you're going to have to make that decision very soon, he said, grunting. He had become more aggressive, grabbing a fistful of her hair from the back of her head. No longer was he gentle. No longer was he going slow. He pulled her head hard against his crotch as he thrust forward, fucking her mouth with reckless abandon. I'm coming, he said, grunting, I'm coming. Oh God, fuck, yes. He pulled her onto his shaft one last time, deep, burying his large and rock-hard erection deep in her throat. A thick stream of cum burst from him as his cock throbbed, hot ropes of semen coating the back of her throat. She swallowed it all. After a moment he pulled back, out of breath. There, he said, panting. You're very good at that. Nothing to worry about at all. You'll know what to do for next time. Here. He lead her from her desk and guided her toward his. But, I don't. It's okay, he said, standing in front of her. His hands found her button on her jeans and he undid them, pushing them to the floor. She kicked her flip-flops off and stepped out of them, suddenly aware she had not been wearing any panties that day. As a doctor, you're going to need to know how to interact with your female patients as well. You're going to want to be able to relate to them when they tell you about their clitoris. He slid her panties off her hips, then pulled her shirt over her head. Her arms came up willingly enough. This was happening too fast, and, head spinning, pussy aching, she let it. Whore, she thought as he gripped her breast in one hand and took the nipple of her other in his mouth. I'm a fucking whore who will suck and fuck and let myself be touched. The thought excited her. There are many nerves in the nipples, and it's often a great way have your partner stimulate you, he said, his tongue flicking over her nipple. He opened wide and took her breast inside his mouth, the entirety of her areola fitting in as he gently sucked. With his other hand he pinched her other nipple, palmed her breast, rubbed and squeezed it. Oh, she gasped, a moan coming from between her soft, parted lips. The desk was clear. She shifted on top of it and laid down as he pressed her back against it. He continued to lick and suck on her nipples, alternating between them. The palm of his right hand slid down her chest, over her belly button, and down to her pussy. Her wetness greeted him there and, moaning, she spread her legs, hips gently rocking forward to meet his fingers. Wordlessly he moved his head down, kissing her navel, hands sliding down each of her legs until he gripped behind her knees and held her legs apart. Her toes curled before his tongue even touched her, but when it did, her whole body shivered. You may find partners that go straight for the clitoris with vigorous stimulation, but I would encourage you to have them go slow, and explore the entirety of the labia majora and labia minora. Especially as a virgin, Taking time to really relax and prepare for intercourse will go a long way toward ensuring any pain you experience is minimized. Like this, he said, and began to lick. With the broad of his tongue, her professor licked from the bottom of her pussy all the way to the top, the pressure light. She shuddered as he flicked her clit, then licked from front to back on one side of her pussy, slowly, before coming back up on the other. She squirmed as he licked her inching her pussy closer to his face and moaning for more. She took the back of his head in her hands, as he had done with her, and began to rock toward him, 
her legs and feet in the air. The feeling was unlike anything she had ever experienced. Then he began to use his hands. Her professor took his thumb and rubbed the entrance of her vagina while he sucked gently on her clit. Fingers wet, he ran his fingers along the length of her while flicking her clit with his tongue. With one hand behind her knee to hold her leg apart, he took the other and began pinching her nipple, thumb flicking it and running over it. Up and down his fingers ran, his tongue rapidly going over her clit top to bottom, top to bottom, faster and faster until he switched direction, this time flicking her clit from side to side. Eagerly she thrust her hips into him, pulling the back of his head hard onto her pussy. A growing sensation of the utmost intensity built within her and she moaned loud, pressing his head into her as she thrust forward as hard as she could, orgasming all over his face. It felt like an explosion and her body roiled, her legs shuddering and she gasped and rode the long and hard orgasms to completion. Carefully he eased off, his tongue still flicking over her clit, her body shuddering violently with each flick as the aftershocks overtook her. He took her hips and pulled her to the edge of the desk, her ass sitting against it now, legs still spread before him, swollen pussy still throbbing and still aching. Is? Is that it? She gasped, eyes closed, trying to catch her breath, unaware that he stood before her with his thick cock hard again and just inches from her opening. Not quite, her professor said. She felt something different press against her then and she looked up, shocked to see the head of his cock resting against her clit. Wait, stop, what, what are you doing? You can't, she moaned, already her hips and her throbbing, aching, swollen pussy toward him. This can't, but you're. He held her feet in each hand and pressed her legs higher into the air, rubbing his cock all along the length of her pussy. Slowly he began to enter her, pressing inside a centimeter at a time and waiting while she relaxed and stretched her tight, wet cunt around him. He leaned forward and again took one of her nipples in his mouth, sucking, flicking it with his tongue. The thickness of his hard cock was incredible, the pressure as she stretched around him mounting as he eased inside her. There was pain, but as promised, it was bearable, and it paled in comparison to the weight of him on and inside her. After what seemed like an eternity, he was all the way inside her, deep, and slowly he began to back out before pressing back inside her again. Oh my god, she whimpered, his face now buried in her neck, his mouth on the lobe of her ear. She began to rock her hips in time with his own, slowly, at first, then faster as she began accustomed to his cock thrusting in and out of her. He pulled all the way out before pressing all the way back inside her, again and again, the rhythm building. Harder, she said, now moaning with each thrust. The thickness and fullness of his cock, the way it filled her completely, the way she spread her, her legs for him, her professor, the wrongness of it, it was all she could do but to grunt in ecstasy, her fertile, unprotected womb open to him. Oh no, oh fuck, she said, realizing that he was taking her bare. You can't come inside me, please, don't come inside me. I'm not on any birth control. He said nothing, instead doing as she asked, harder he thrust into her as she lay there on her back, exposed to him and giving herself over to her professor. He stood up, still fucking her, still pounding her hard now, and began to suck on her toes, taking her big left one in his mouth, one hand gripping her ankle and with the other rubbing her pussy, thumb flicking over her clit. 
He's not going to stop, she realized, rocking her hips toward him and in time with his thrusts. He's going to come inside me. He's going to shoot his sperm deep inside and I'm going to become pregnant. Together they moaned, grunted, his balls slapping against her ass as his thick cock thrust in and out of her. She couldn't stop him, though. Wouldn't. Didn't want to. Knowing what this meant, what his raw, bare cock deep inside her fertile cunt as her feet bobbed in the air only made the pressure grow. As before when his mouth was on her it built, built, until she knew the moment had arrived. I'm going to come, she said, oh god I'm going to come, this time aware of what it meant to have an orgasm. I'm coming, he said, pumping her and looking into her eyes. I'm coming. Together they orgasmed hard. He pressed inside her and she pushed her hips to meet him, his thick ejaculate dumping inside her tight, wet pussy. Over and over his cock throbbed, each time pushing more of his seed inside her. Together they panted to catch their breath, his cock still buried deep inside her. He released her ankles and her legs wrapped around him, feet crossing at the small of his back to pull him closer and hold him there, hold his cock and his sperm in her womb. She smiled. What else could he teach her, she wondered. She would have to find out. By Father Morin for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.